Good evening, Night Shifters. Look, I just want to make a quick little podcast in regards to what's happening around the world at the moment with this uh, virus. Uh, Look, I'm no expert, but seriously, every country seems to be just um, waiting for things to get worse and worse before they actually start doing anything. Uh, You look at Italy, France, the UK. Why do they have to wait until they're at a stage where they have no choice to do something? Australia, we should have learnt from the other countries' mistakes, but we haven't. And what I mean by that is our schools are still open, for heaven's sakes. I mean, like I said, I'm no expert. I'm just you know, like you guys, but seriously, why have they not shut the schools? We all know that, especially around uh, the flu season, our schools, it spreads like like wildfire. The, The flu, you know, if the flu spreads, then this virus, once it gets into the school system, I mean, it's gonna spread tenfold now I'm listening to Scott Morrison right now saying all these reasons why the schools should remain open and I tell you what you know I like the guy but uh, when it comes to the big decisions he sort of uh, doesn't really have a backbone does he shut the schools mate seriously is it going to inconvenience people of course it is but wouldn't you rather that than having uh, the virus just spread like wildfire? I mean, seriously, shut the schools. And as for uh, international travel, that should have been stopped at least a week ago. But no, they're still letting people, you know, urging people to come home. No, I'm sorry. If you're still overseas, then it's your own fault. You should have got your ass home. A week ago, you know, you, if people couldn't see that this was going to uh, have major effects, then I'm sorry, but you're not real bright. You should have been home a week ago. So that's my take on the uh, travel. I'm sorry, but if you're overseas, then you stay overseas at least until um, we get a grip on this because we really. You know, I believe that we're still... No one really knows what this virus is capable of. I mean, people are saying that China, you know, they're starting to recover and that. I'm sorry, but I don't actually trust the Chinese government all that, all that, uh, all that much. If you, if you look at history and just uh, the last few years, what China seemed to be up to. Speaking of China, I mean, when are we going to learn? How much, how many more viruses are we going to allow from these wet food markets? I'm sorry, but we need to shut them down right now. There needs to be international condemnation of China's wet food markets. And not only China, but in some parts of Africa, they have wet food markets. Now, I know that 
the people need to be fed. Okay, I get that. But seriously, how many viruses is it going to take before we wake up to ourselves and say, hey, it's only a matter of time before the big one comes. And what I mean by that is a virus that is going to be 10 times worse than this COVID-19 virus. Okay? It, it just, it's frustrating. It, it's frustrating. I mean, you've got not only animal cruelty when you look at how the markets are set up, but experts are telling us this is where all these viruses are coming from. They mutate in the animals and then the the virus jumps from the animals to humans. It's not rocket science. Shut the friggin' markets down. Find a better way to feed the populace, Okay. I know that China is a third world country, supposedly, and, you know, I don't really buy that either, but find a different way, okay? Because eventually we're going to get a virus that we're not going to be able to stop, okay? And like I said, I'm not really sure on the coronavirus. We, we don't really know. We're still in the early stages. The virus could mutate again for all we know. Um, and like I said, it's not just China, but there's parts of Africa that also have these markets. They need to be shut down. You don't need to be a, a scientist or an expert. You just need to look at the facts. Viruses are coming from China. They're coming from the wet food markets. <sighs> but yeah, it's very frustrating. Um, I live in Toowoomba and... Well, you know, the authorities are telling us that there are no cases in Toowoomba at the moment. I find that hard to believe. Toowoomba's a very multicultural country. We have people travelling to all parts of the world. Just because they're not confirmed doesn't mean that there aren't people with the virus already in Toowoomba. But uh, as for the pubs and clubs, I'm shocked. You know, they're, they're still saying, oh, you know, as long as it's you know, a hundred or so, you know, it's all good. Are you serious? Shut everything. You know what? There should be a worldwide shutdown for two to three weeks. Why do it country by country? Shut everything down. I know people are going to say, well, this bloke's off his tree, doesn't know what he's talking about, but wouldn't you rather that than a slow economic uh, downturn crisis that, that, that is obviously happening, just shut everything down for two weeks. You know, I. that's what it's going to take. It's no good one country shutting down and then the other country get... And then people, you know, people are saying, oh, well, you know, we're all going to get it. That's the only way this virus is going to be stopped is, you know, once we all get it, we all get immune to it. You know, I don't want to get immune to it. I don't want the virus. But, you know, like I said, I'm still not sure about, you know, I don't believe half the stuff the government are telling us. Um, you know, people are saying, oh, you know, it's just like a normal flu. The only people that are affected are people over the age of, you know, 60 or 
or what, uh, 60 or 70, but hey, I'm sure that uh, the old people don't want to be hearing this. Hey, I just don't understand the slow response. It seems like a very slow response. And uh, if this is a preview to what's to come when the big one hits and what I mean by that and I'll keep coming back to that is a virus that is going to uh, to have a lot more of an effect than these um, these previous viruses have had I know they've killed a lot of people but we still have a virus that like imagine if the Ebola virus was airborne that's what I'm talking about if that thing gets airborne then you'll know what what I'm ta- what what I mean and it's eventually going to happen it will happen um, look back through history not only that but look at what the experts the so-called experts are telling us I mean the this the greatest threat to humankind at the moment is not nuclear weapons, it's not terrorists, it's the virus. Um, I've done a lot of, you know, read up on it. If there's one thing that has the potential to wipe out humanity, it's the virus. And we keep, you know, we keep getting all these viruses every few well, not every, but when they come up, you know, we uh, we jump up and down. But once it passes, and no doubt this uh, coronavirus, this this virus will hopefully pass too. But we're not learning any lessons, people. Once things start getting good again. We tend to just go back into our little cocoons and forget. What is it going to take? What is it going to take? But anyway, that's just my little spiel on... I thought I'd uh, make make a little podcast since that's all we're hearing about at the moment. So why not add my little bit of uh, commentary to it? Um... Yeah, big changes coming, but we're still, I believe, we're not learning anything from it. You know, like I said, we're still at the early stages of this virus. You know, I heard um, in the news that a Japanese gentleman, uh, he got the virus, got over it, and guess what? He got it again. So that's what I'm talking about. We don't know what this virus is capable of, but I'm saying that if once we hopefully get through this we have to make changes serious changes and the first step ban wet food markets 